Welcome to The Offer Letter, the podcast designed to help you, the job seeker, to perfect your interview skills. Every episode, we have a special guest here to help us decode a common interview question with me, your host and interview coach, Michael Manzano. Today's question is, why are you currently in the job search? So I'm going to tell you that right now is an interesting time to be looking for a job or to improve your career because something very strange is going on these days in employment. You've probably heard about it all over the place in the news and everything like that. Now there's something called the great wave of resignation right now where people are leaving their jobs. This can be from a few different factors including the coming out of the pandemic, People have moved up in their jobs or just not interested in coming back to the office after like over a year of working from home. Or simply put, people have just moved on. Now that opens up more opportunities for you if you're looking for a job right now. So how can you answer this question and convince an employer that you want to stay with their company and not be seen as a job hopper? Now, today's guest is Richard Morgan. He's a certified professional resume writer and career consultant who is known as the branding expert. And he's joining us out of the Atlanta area. So, Richard, thanks for joining us today. And you know what? Why don't we dive right in? And why don't you tell us why recruiters ask this question? Well, you know, it's funny because a lot of people, they get a little tripped up in interviews. I think we find that often in questions. Uh, that come down and they think uh, and many people do sort of have that uh, mindset that maybe they're being asked this question to try to trip them up or just sort of disarm them. But what I want you to to, the listeners to remember is that that is, in fact, not the case. The primary thing that a recruiter or a hiring manager is looking to do is find a candidate who has heightened skill set and demonstrates the ability to add that immediate value. So they ask this question because they really just want to find out if you're ready to go and uh, if there's any issues. So I think there's primarily two real reasons, and that is they want to find out, did you sort of come to their uh, company because of a downsizing or a merger or something like that, a layoff, or is this a voluntary uh, situation? And based off of that, they may ask a supplemental question sort of test and find out what someone's mindset might be. And Richard, that's so true. You know, people hear this question and they think they that recruiters want to know something bad about me. And then they get defensive and nervous and scared. So I'm glad that you brought that up. And, you know, you shouldn't be scared of this question. As long as you're ready and you're prepared, then you should be okay. So Richard, do you have any tips on how to answer this question? I do. And the first thing I'll say, Michael, is that a lot of people, uh, confidence going into the interviews may be a challenge. So I have a quick tip, if that's okay, and that is let's stop calling ourselves job seekers and let's change our term to something more amenable. And I'd say professionals in career transition. Now you have control over the fact that you are a professional and you're in transition by choice. So I think it just sounds better than job seeker. That seems to have sort of a bad label to it. No, I'd love it. So we're going with professionals in career transition. We're not talking about job seekers anymore, but we're talking about professionals in career transition. That's it. That's it. But I do have a couple of uh, responses that may be helpful. And that is, 
think of it this way. There may be two situations primarily in categories. I'm going to put it in folks that are sort of a voluntary decision to leave and then folks whose decision may not have been theirs. It may be, a, again, a downsizing or a company action. So let's start with that voluntary decision to leave. Uh, some people may be concerned right away, Michael, that uh, people see them as a job hopper because they're leaving on their own accord. The best thing to do is be very genuine. Tell them what you're looking for and that you basically are looking for a role that actually suits your needs. And it's OK to be candid with them. Share with them the valuable experience that you gained at your last organization. But let them know that you're positioned both financially and professionally to step into that next role. That sort of takes that job hopper piece off the table and it lets them know that you're taking time to find what suits you best. And also it's best to let them know that you leave that company knowing that it was a great opportunity, a great platform for learning and that you're looking for an environment where you could have more, say, collaborative uh, leadership opportunities, cross-functional projects you could work on. Give them examples of skills that you want to move forward on and that you've developed over time. It lets them see that you've taken a very good definitive look at it. And then end that by letting them know that that's what led them or led you to their doorstep. You found the ABC company because you were looking for those qualities, those inherent elements to a job description. And it's nice because, you know, if you really are in career transition, then you want to find that place that does have that right fit for you. The place that you fit perfectly, you know, that has the right people, the right job, the right places that can use your skills. Absolutely. Absolutely. So if that label is taken away from us and we're all we're all kind of guilty of doing self labels and a little bit of a self analysis. But let's say, for example, Michael, that decision was not yours, that the company made a decision and that affected you. The big thing here is we want to demonstrate that you're very positive. You have a very positive outlook. No one wants to see anyone show up day one carrying a big luggage cart behind them, hauling a bunch of emotional bags. So the hiring teams have got to see this. Uh, and so they can't call you out on it right away and say, hey, are you carrying emotional bags? But they ask this question to find out if that's the case. They want to see if you can install confidence and let them see that you're ready to start day one and add value. So I always tell my clients to let them know that the company you worked with had some tough decisions to make. They've gone through an internal reorganization or downsizing or restructuring. You can even bring up the elements of COVID. That's become a very popular piece, and that's something that a lot of companies are very familiar with. And let them know that you're positioned uh, now to move into that role and that when you left, they actually offered you recommendations and referrals that all the reviews you had when you were there were very favorable and that your takeaways and the experience was great. So you look at that company as a great platform of learning and it's now positioned you to step into this role. They see the positives of that and they see that you're very affirmed in what you want to do and that what you can do for them that really sort of eases their mind very much, especially if it was something that was not your choice. And it's great to have that positive outlook, especially when you're coming with recommendations. That's why it's always so important to keep those connections that you had in your past jobs, especially in those jobs where you performed very well in and have lots of those achievements. 
So, Richard, I actually have one more question for you. And this is in regards to, let's say, that small category of people who are let go from their past job because of maybe a performance issue or maybe because of a situation that didn't work out or even, let's say, like a, a conflict. Then how would they be able to answer this question? Well, you know, oftentimes that does happen. And the best thing to do, again, is you want to be you want to be genuine but you want to share enough information for them to see, you know, in my last job, I will say in this role to begin the role, it probably was not the best fit for my skills. It probably was not the best role in terms of definition, what the job description was and the actual day to day roles. There was some variance there. What I can say is what I did take away and learn from that is the skills that I have strengthened and gained over time and what I know I need to work on, I have taken this time away from that role to get some additional training in the areas of A, B, and C. Now that I have that additional training and an additional certification, I can bring the most updated technologies and skills with me and deliver those day one. So I want to reassure you that I add value in staying fresh and constant with what are some of the latest technologies and trends and I'm ready and prepared to step into this role with those skills. And that's great because it's redirecting what the issue might have been. And these are things that you don't need to go into in an interview. Like you don't have to talk about your problem with Steve in accounting or, you know, that problem that you had with Julia up in management. Like you don't need to talk about those things. But you really are showing that you're taking some of that ownership for the situation and then focusing on your skills for that job and what you can do to help the company, which in the end is the most important part. And I mean, that's a that's a great example, Richard. So do you maybe have one more example that you can give to us? Sure. Uh, if in fact you uh, you had, say, some performance issues, then you, again, we want to kind of redirect. But the best thing to do is share with them that during this uh, time that you were in that career, it was a bit of a learning curve for you. The advantage for you is going through that learning process. You realize what your weaknesses or areas or challenges might have been, and you've actually worked on moving those forward. And while you realize those are still areas that are developmental, here's some of the things you're doing to take that on and share with them some of the things you're doing, whether it be um, working with others, getting advice from others, or even taking some things like um, training in terms of working collaboratively with others rather than just being on self-assigned projects. These are things that are kind of a redirect, but it again shows that self-awareness without admitting that, hey, I have a real weakness. But no one likes to think I have no Achilles heel. It's okay to reveal that you do, but this is a great way too, Michael, to share that you're self-aware. And if they see that you're self-aware and that you're doing something about it, it makes them feel reassured that that's gonna be a constant a process that you'll follow once hired to their organization. And that's great. And I mean, there's a couple of things that you can take out of that. So there's the reassuring and again, the redirecting. So make sure that you do that in your answer. Hey, Richard, thanks for all those tips. Why don't you tell us a little bit about what you do and, you know, what kinds of projects have you been up to these days? Well, currently I am uh, doing some workshops, uh, different workshops. I do a lot of workshops and uh, volunteer work with some of the larger uh, job networking events, one of which is uh, Roswell United Methodist Church. 
and uh, they meet uh, the second and fourth Monday of every month. So if anyone ever wants to tune into their uh, site and uh, look at the agenda, um, myself and uh, Mr. Al Smith, a partner of mine, we actually speak there for an hour on different subjects. And that's a great resource out of the Atlanta area there. And actually, that's the place where, uh, yeah, we, we met, right, Richard? So so I'll make sure to put links to those resources in the show notes. But, Richard, thank you so, so much for joining us today. Those you were betcha. great tips and tricks and great advice on how to answer this question. And thank you to our listeners for joining us today on The Offer Letter. Remember to subscribe on your favorite podcast platform so you can get the latest episodes. My name is Michael Manzano, and join us next time as we decode another interview question so you can get your offer letter.